0: Welcome to Maker Conversations. I'm your host, Tiff Marchand from Night Carver Designs. And today on the show, I have Christy from Twisted Twine Woodworking. She is a CPA by day and a everything by night. She tends to dabble in just about, well, everything. And I really find it impressive. So I wanted to have Christy on the show so we can chat and learn a bit more about her. A huge thank you to the sponsor of the show, and it's actually how we met, Sabertooth Power Carving. They make the best carbide tip burrs out there, and the thing about them is they last forever. You'll never have to replace them, and you'll want to build yourself a collection. So check them out at Sabertooth.com and use Night Carver 10 to save 10%, and that's in all caps. All right, let's get on to the show. I live by timers right now, like in a lot, like that's, that's me. That's me now.
1: Crazy, crazy. Now, how, how old are your boys? Did you say? They're six. Oh, wow. Yeah. I couldn't keep up with six year olds to save my life anymore.
0: Can I ask you the question that you're not supposed to ask women?
1: (laughs) I'm 48 years old. 48.
0: Okay. I'm 40. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I'm super jealous that you're experiencing that at this age because yes. in eight years,
1: <laughs> they will still be <laughs> with me at my house. <laughs> yeah. My oldest, she's um 26 and my youngest is 21. Oh. So they, they, they've got their big girl jobs now too. I mean, they're done with college. They're yeah. like living their Beautiful. real life now. So it's it's a wonderful place to be. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be so old when that's time. <laughs> Just think about
0: it. 12 years until they're 18. Like I'm going to yeah. be.
1: Damn.
0: That's what yeah. happens when you meet your husband and when you're 31. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. I started out early. I got married at 19 the first time and, um, and I had Anna when I was around 21. So. I didn't have those, you know. When I was going to college, yeah. I was I was working full time. I was married. I had Anna while I was in college. Wow, you know, so I never had those young years of, mm-hmm. you know, free stepping and. I know it's it opposite. Up. You're living it up yeah. now, where I yeah. lived
0: it. I <laughs> lived it up.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, before I, I met not. my
0: husband. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So I guess it just depends on when you're going to have your time. Yeah. Um, it's true. It's true. It's better for me to do this now, I guess, but it would just be
0: so nice if they were already older.
1: Yeah. Well, and really, you know, by the time they get 12 ish, they start becoming more independent as you, you know, mm-hmm. you know, how I'm already seeing
0: it. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're already sick of me.
1: <laughs> well, and, and my advice to all parents is keep in mind you're, raising future adults you're not raising children you're raising future adults and look at it that way that you want them to go off oh yes i you know some parents little birdies yeah they're like oh i don't ever want junior to leave i'm like yes yes you do (laughs) in my opinion anyway well
0: yeah no you've had the experience of once they have left and you know how life is
1: yeah oh gosh yeah it is a whole new world. (laughs) <laughs> it's wonderful to have them home. I mean, they were home over the Thanksgiving, which was super fantastic. Oh, yeah. And my my, I'm very close with my girls. And Marvin, my husband's very close with his boys. And we all get along really, really well. And I just absolutely love that about our How family. How old are his boys? His boys arrange in the same age of my oh, girls. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. So we're almost the Brady Bunch. He's got three <laughs> sons, but I've only got two daughters. So, um, but they're all in that same age. And actually, um, this past March we all went on vacation together for the first time Oh, nice. and we went out to Vegas and had a wonderful cool. time and the kids get along great. And, um, yeah, that's just, I couldn't ask for it any better in that. I'm that seeing Brady world.
0: Bunch. Now I'm thinking Vegas yeah. vacation, like
1: <laughs> national lampoons. <laughs> Thankfully we all survived and made yeah. it home safely. <laughs> no sketchy
0: buffets.
1: Uh, no, we did have one fender bender with nope. a rental car, but, uh, and a sandstorm and we didn't get to see, um, the grand Canyon. So there was, you know, a few disappointments, but yep. we all came home with more gambling money than we went with. See,
0: that's nice. That's
1: yeah. Good. Not a ton. I mean, we're not retiring anytime soon, <laughs> but we did, we did learn how to play blackjack and we made a a, a little bit of money before we came home. Look so at you. It was well, a like great trip, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you can make money. <laughs> yeah. It is, you know, I've heard all and I'm sure next time we go, you're gonna it lose, will yeah. Be the total yep. <laughs> but that's okay. It was a great experience. I would definitely go back. I really want to see the Grand Canyon at some point in time. That was probably the only real disappointment of the trip yeah. is that we didn't get to go didn't get to see it because of the sandstorm that was just god-awful like a you know like a mummy movie or whatever it was just terrible (laughs) i don't know how people live i'll I'll never go to vegas i don't think
0: i i just don't like being hot oh yeah yeah. don't want to be hot
1: (laughs) yeah when we went in march that really was a great it was the perfect weather yeah you know we were able to walk around outside and go from one place to the other um, without it being too too uncomfortable so I definitely would recommend winter months or <laughs> early early spring mm-hmm. definitely not the summer
0: I'm a little baby I'm tender <laughs> delicate even <laughs> but you're not I was uh scrolling your page and I love like um your made for makers thing it was perfect because oh, yeah? it kind of gave a little
1: like who you are you know like you were raised on a farm Yes. uh Yeah. Yeah. In central Missouri. I live in Southwest Missouri. I'm almost Oklahoma, almost Arkansas, barely Missouri. Um, But my, my family is all in central Missouri. And like my dad, he was literally born in the house that they still live in. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so he was um, third generation. So, you know, the, the, the farm's been in the family for 120 plus years now. Mm -hmm. and so it's just a great it's a great place for us all to meet back on a regular basis I'm sorry what what kind of farm is it uh it's a little bit of everything um uh, you know some cattle some crops my dad's kind of retiring from it and my brother I only have one brother there's six of us kids and I have one brother and so he's in the process of of buying it from them to kind of continue on and, um, and so he's, he's in the agricultural world too. And, uh, so yeah, it, uh, it's about 500 and some odd, 560 acres or something. So wow. it's, it's not a monster, but it's good. enough. it's, you know, it's a yeah. good size to, to, you know, it raised all of us. And, and my dad was one of seven kids. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, he, he, we lived the farm life <laughs> growing up. <laughs> You know, even us, it, it didn't matter if we were boys or girls, we were all out there mm-hmm. doing what we needed to do and, and stuff. And that's kind of where my twisted twine, the name came from because my dad fixed everything with, with Baylor twine, you know, yep. whether it was to hold an animal or to hold his pants up or, you know, to fix a fence <laughs> or whatever. So that's kind of where we kind of came was up duct with tape. the, oh, it was his everything, everything. <laughs> was the Baylor Twine. So that's my, that's my connection. Cause yeah, the family is extremely important in that area. You know, we try to get back there as, as often as we can to see family and spend time up there. That's, that's what charges my batteries. You know? That's great. How far away is it from you? About three and a half hours now.
0: That's not too bad. So though.
1: yeah, it's manageable. You know, mm-hmm. we can head up after work on a Friday night and um, and then still, you know, have a good weekend and then come back on a Sunday afternoon and, and have a good time. My girls, one's in Kansas city and one's in St. Louis. So we're kind of on the three, the three far ends of, of Missouri, as far as larger cities anyway. Mm -hmm. So, so central Missouri is kind of our, our middle point. So I'm much more likely to see my girls at my, at the farm, at my parents, rather than um, them coming down here. They do that a couple of times during the year, but not, not real often. We just more likely to, to gather up up there together that's cool that's nice having a hub yeah yeah that definitely is what it is it's funny
0: because i'm not used to people that aren't in like new england talking about how you can cross over states and stuff because you're so close
1: to state lines yeah yeah it's just it literally is right there because my husband um he has a business in northwest arkansas He's in construction. So that's why like right now I've got, I used to have a 10 minute commute to work and now I've got an hour long commute each way um, because we needed a place kind of halfway in the middle between his work and mine. And, and it works out, you know, I I have a lot of time for podcasts. I I, I remember that time, (laughs) you know, for, for being on the phone a lot with family and, you know,
0: so yeah, I used to like that, like on my hour, because I had an hour ride commute for. I drove oh, okay. it for fourteen years. Uh, for, oh wow, yeah, yeah, it was a lot, yeah, for a while. So I've listened to a lot of music and a lot yeah. of podcasts, but I used to love make making phone calls on the way home because it just got shit done. It's yeah, like, yeah, you know, I'm okay. Did that? I did that. I did that. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> I can just like go home and just be there, <laughs> you know, yeah. like not worry anymore about the things I had to get done
1: yeah exactly it's just kind of hoof there's my border across the border into the yard into the driveway boom i'm home now yeah (laughs) yep
0: (laughs) i think it's fun the first time that i got to meet you was at maker's camp on your Uh honeymoon yeah like that was pretty cool and what a fun honeymoon like yeah
1: yeah we went out uh we went out to uh like rhode island and um and then on up to Maine before we went to maker's camp. So we kind of did the circle um, and it, it just worked out nice. We, you know, neither Marvin nor I had been up in that area before for vacation. So mm-hmm. it was kind of nice. I'd been to New York for maker's camp before, but I hadn't been, you know, around for to, you know, to be a tourist up there. Yep. So we ate a lot of lobster, you know, because, <laughs> you know, we don't have fresh seafood here I was gonna say you're in new england you're gonna eat <laughs> yeah we lobster. were eating fresh seafood every opportunity we had you know when we're here at home we eat beef when we're not when you know when we mm-hmm. have an opportunity to eat seafood yeah that's that's definitely where we're going
0: <laughs> that's so funny i've talked to um i don't mary lou i don't know if you know her oh yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> About like if you're not near like the sea, you don't want to eat
1: seafood. We she's had this conversation with me before. Like,
0: yeah, you don't know where that seafood's been or where'd it come from?
1: How long it took (laughs) to get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm
0: totally with you there. (laughs) I just think it's disgusting. So I avoided all costs. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it.
1: Can't. Mm Are you more of a, a chicken eater or beef? Yeah, or? it's oh, mostly okay.
0: chicken, but that's for like just trying to lose weight purposes oh, too. <laughs> I understand
1: that too, yeah. That life.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was curious, what made you start your Instagram account?
1: Uh, So I kind of fell into making whenever I just, I, I was at the farm a few years ago and some, some barn boards were kind of coming off of one of the barns and um i'm like you know i think i could make something out of this i hadn't really made i'd done crafty stuff before but i hadn't like made anything with it Mm -hmm. um and especially with the family connection you know like i'd mentioned my dad was raised on that farm but i mean like he remembers as a kid they would cut down the logs take him to get them um milled up and then they would build things with Mm them and now it's that same those same boards those same buildings and stuff so I made a side table or kind of a hall table out of it. And then, I mean, I literally went to Harbor Freight and bought a table saw and a drill because I had nothing. I mean, I had nothing to make this. And my youngest at the time, um, she was probably a freshman in high school, and she had had a middle school shop class. And so she really she was my first teacher that's
0: awesome she's <laughs> Uneven- like okay
1: yeah don't cut your do arm this, off this, here that that,
0: yeah yeah exactly that's cool though because she probably had like a nice fresh view on all the rules yes. You know.
1: yeah so that worked out really well and then a friend of mine just randomly on facebook had posted something about the making it podcast and i'm like oh i because i was really starting to get into podcasts at the time mm-hmm. and then then you're addicted to it you know mm-hmm. you you find out about jimmy and the making a podcast and then you find out about youtube and cuz otherwise i had gone to pinterest to find pictures of what i might want to do for that table for that hall mm-hmm. table i didn't even know to go to youtube to find out how to really learn how to do it properly. And actually build it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it really uh, it was a snowball process and that was about the time that i'd gotten divorced also So it really was, you know, my, my girls were older, I had become single. So now I had a whole lot more time also. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, and that's the thing too. I know, um, I think it was your previous guest, you guys were talking about, you know, when you get to that point where you're not just so-and-so's mom or so-and-so's spouse, yeah, kind of. You yep. kind of get to find yourself a little Terry, bit, you know, from seven trees. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. And yep. so I totally relate to what she was saying there, and um, so I was just kind of figuring out what I wanted to do, and I fell into the maker community while I was doing it. So it was really just a great opportunity. And then I went to Jimmy's in May of 2019 in one of his Obey the Grain power carving classes. Cool. And that literally, I mean, that's, you know, it's kind of one of those decisions you look back in life and you're like, it really was, it really changed how I did things and what Mm -hmm. I did and where my priorities were and what I wanted to do. Yeah, it literally did. And I wanted to go back for one of the metalworking classes, but then they were talking about maker's camp and I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll, You know, I don't want to have to I I don't I would have I would have gone back every weekend had I had an opportunity to, but (laughs) um, but I was like, okay, I'll wait and then I'll go to makers camp. And you know, then you're just hooked. You know, it's just yeah. And it was kind of funny because you know, my my sisters and my mom, when I first went to Jimmy's, they were like, um, now who is this and who are these people? Because I hadn't met any of them. I hadn't even talked to any of them on the phone you know, yeah, and so, it's so all
0: brand new for you,
1: all everybody. And, and my family was like, wait a minute, you're doing what you're going where they were a little, you know, so that was kind of the joke. <laughs> you're going the joke.
0: where by yourself? What?
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's like, and so that was kind of our joke. Um, when we were sitting around the table that first night at Jimmy's, I said, well, I'm having to reassure my family that I have not joined a cult. I have not, you know, run off to, you know, join the circus or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, kind of funny, but, but yeah, it really was just a, it was, it was just such a wonderful opportunity. And now I just, just can't get enough of it. You know,
0: it is an amazing place. Like I love going, yeah. I'm hooked. I'm never not going to go, you know, like, right? it's just really fun time. And when else are you going to do that besides WorkbenchCon, you know, like, right? it's like, Amazing just to do that and to dive in with all those people that you admire who are doing something similar to you, you know.
1: Yeah, and a chance to get away Mm -hmm. and leave work and home at work and home, you know, and just get away. Well, not for me, but well, that's true. (laughs) But still, it's fun work. Like I'm excited
0: to go do this work. Like,
1: yeah. Teach it like 10 people
0: at a time to power car. Yeah, let's do it. Like, let's go
1: yeah it, it's such a wonderful opportunity and and you know it's a shame you know with COVID and all that kind of stuff there for for a couple of years slowed everything down but I'm just glad that you know it's back up and running and and we're having opportunities to get together again it's mm-hmm. just it's just such a it's such a blessing you know it's just such a great opportunity
0: by the way I don't know if I told you I was listening to your guys podcast and I heard you talk about me and I was like
1: oh thank you oh. <laughs>
0: Because I really liked that you called out because if people didn't yeah. know, like the, the, you know, the first time I went, I contacted Sabretooth and I was like, Hey, uh-huh. I'm just going to teach a class on power carving on picnic tables and whoever comes, comes and we'll have fun. Uh-huh. And I carved up, you know, pride right. flags and bonfire uh, pieces yeah. and then I brought paint and then we, I taught everybody had to paint. Like, yeah, it was just like, Oh, it was I, great. I just wanted free tools. Right. And I figured it'd be a great way because I, I paid for Oh, well, my husband actually bought my ticket. He's like, mm-hmm. you're going to go. He like pushed uh, me, just go, like, yeah. do it. You, you're going to have right. fun, you know? So like, okay. So I got my ticket, but now I want some free tools and how can I do that? <laughs> yeah. And it was so fun because then we all got to hang out. Like I got to meet you and then we power yep. carved together. Like how right. fun.
1: Yeah. It's funny. Cause my husband uh, remembers you as, The lady at the picnic table. (laughs) I'm like, I'm talking to Tiff tonight. He goes, yeah, the lady from the picnic table. Picnic table lady. That's, that's who it is. (laughs) It's great. I mean, it's where we met. And that, you know, I mean, that's the whole point of, or, you know, one of the principles, I guess, of, of maker's camp is Mm -hmm. bring what you know and share and help educate. And you went from a picnic table to, you know, one of the tents, Man, oh yeah. that's that's how it's supposed to work you know, yeah that's how it's supposed to and folks were loving that you know getting a chance to get they in were there and, we had oh, people coming gosh. back so many times that we were like yeah. okay i'm sorry but we
0: have to let someone new try and they're like <laughs> i understand like yeah. it was really yeah. funny because yeah. we you know we had spoons and people wanted to finish their spoon like right. they were determined they weren't going to go home and finish right. it they wanted to finish it now yeah oh i totally get it yeah (laughs) so most of the stuff that you build are you building it for yourself or do you sell it or give it to family and friends like
1: most things are uh given to family or friends i do keep some things for myself but for the most part i give them away i've never sold anything and i'm okay with that you know it's so much nicer
0: when you're not trying to sell stuff
1: yeah
0: having to sell your stuff is the worst part i'll make all day but it sucks
1: yeah yeah. Yeah. I've kind of got a, an ongoing list of, of requests from people or holidays, you know, mm-hmm. or, or birthday requests or weddings. I love when somebody like wants that. me to make them a gift. Yeah. Yeah. And especially because most of the material that I use is material from the farm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm kind of giving a bit of my history to, to, or if it's to family, I'm giving their history to them, Yep. you know, with, yep. with something that I make for them. So I really, um, that's a nice feeling. I'm really happy to do that. Yeah. to kind of, I'm a, I think Austin referred to me as a sentimental woodworker. So that's <laughs> kind of my, uh, I guess that's my new tagline. I'm, I'm a sentimental woodworker. <laughs> Twisted twine woodworking
0: Yes. Yeah. on the sentimental side. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta figure a name. We gotta figure that one yeah. out. That was bad. That was terrible. I'm sorry. Let's move on. So anyways, you're a CPA. Yes. We wanted to talk about that a little bit. I know, yeah. um, yesterday you, gave a tip and like that's been your thing how long have you been doing your tax tips
1: yeah tax tips Tuesdays started right after maker camp um because you know I I wasn't I've been in public accounting um from 94 till uh 07 and then um I had a client that I, I started working for exclusively for the client for the past 15 years now but I still do all types of accounting and and I'm kind of more of a liaison rather than the actual tax preparer okay. now. Um, but, you know, I love accounting and I realize nobody else outside of the accounting world ever says that, <laughs> but I'm a numbers nope. person. I mean, I'm a, I am love to analyze numbers. And um, so just different times when I've visited with different folks in the maker community, And especially at makers camp too, had Mm -hmm. opportunities. You know, when you're sitting around eating breakfast together, or lunch, or supper, or whatever, and you're talking about what you do outside of the maker community or whatever. And as soon as I mention that I'm a CPA or I'm an accounting or whatever, they're like, "Oh, you know." (laughs) So, oh, you like doing that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But you know, most people, especially folks that are you know doing this as a as either a side hustle or you know, as a full-time job, they realize the importance that they do oh, yeah. have to actually mm-hmm. keep track of stuff, you know? Yep. So it was actually the Tuesday after maker camp and I'm literally driving to work that morning. And you know how it is when you come back from maker camp or, You're just or whatever. your mind your brain stop, is, just, yeah. Constantly. You've had so many conversations. You found so yes. many gaps that you could fill. Yeah. Oh, yes. I know. Yeah. So I was, I was, I was literally driving and I recorded my little first tax tip Tuesday and it was about taking, you know, the, these trips, makers, makers camp, workbench, comp, whatever their conferences, you know, they're either education or, or their promotion or they're you know, depending on what you're doing at these type of things, that's a business expense. If you're running a business, mm-hmm. you know, so I think folks need to just kind of maybe be reminded of stuff like that. And so I recorded the first one while I was driving. And of course, You know, one of my maker friends, he, he messaged me, he's like, you know, you should not be recording while you're driving. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Yes, Dave. Thank you very much. I know. Uh, So I've not been driving since then (laughs) while I've been recording um, my little text tip Tuesdays, but yeah, I just kind of, you know, think of stuff that I think might apply to, um, to folks in the maker community or any kind of small business person that, that I think will help them because I realized that n- most folks that run small businesses, they didn't get into it because they love bookkeeping. <laughs> they didn't get into yeah. it because they, you know, they, they got into business. it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They got into it right. because they like
0: that, making that product. They like right. making it's not, yes. they don't, they don't business is just
1: part that you have to survive. Like, right. Right. You know? Exactly. So that's kind of where, you know, it started. And, um, So that, you know, and and I've appreciated folks that have messaged me and encouraged me because I'm like, you know, like I said, I'm an overanalyzer. And so I'll look at my little stories and, you know, so many people just exited right out as soon as I, you know, and I'm like, I get it. it. Yeah, I get it. Not everybody wants to hear about it. And so that's why I added, you know, I added the little highlights so that if folks want to go back and listen or, or kind of just scan through them or whatever. And, you know, like I said, if it's not their thing, or if they're not in, this for to be a business then that's okay you know I totally get it but um but if I can help some folks with it you know I'm all for that you know I'm I'm all ears honestly
0: (laughs) I as I told you like this is my first time like I quit my day job in June Mm -hmm. so like now I have money coming in everywhere and it's different and I'm like oh god (laughs) yeah, I have to track all of this and pay taxes on all of it and I've never done that before so it's just like you know, like going through, I'm currently just going through everything I've spent because it wasn't, my money wasn't separated. Like I wasn't at that point yet. Mm -hmm. So obviously next year, money's all going to be on separate accounts. I have a business account that I pull from all of that. But this year I'm literally in QuickBooks right now, just like spending a few hours in there a week, just
1: like this right now. Yeah. Are you doing the online QuickBooks? Yes. Okay. So is yeah. it uh you got it hooked up with your bank account so it's pulling the transactions yep. in automatically? Okay, good. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Cause that's a big time saver right there, mm-hmm. as opposed to just keying it, you know, straight. Oh no,
0: God, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Everything's getting linked.
1: <laughs> and of course I good. don't just
0: have one bank account. I have multiple bank accounts. <laughs> so yes, it's been yeah. a feat, but I'm just like, you need to just hone it in, get it all organized now so that next year I can just not even think about it. Like I just want right. to have it all ready. And so that's that's currently what I've been doing financially of just trying to like get focused and well, you know, continuing to try to actually do this crazy career that I chose. So right.
1: it's a right. bit of a struggle,
0: but it's a lot of fun. So,
1: yeah. And that's the key. I mean, keeping up with it mm-hmm. is is very important because if you, and I think it was last week or week four, whenever, you know, if you wait till next year to be tallying up this year's information, you're behind already. Yep and it's hard to kind of get a gauge as far as what you're going to owe or or whether you need to do certain things before the end of the year mm-hmm. um to kind of help you out a little bit so you know getting ahead and and staying on it is really the key you know as far as You were as talking about it. yeah
0: like whether to make a big expense on a new tool or something like
1: right yeah yeah. because i know some folks love they're like oh well you know it's the end of the year i need to be buying that and that's fine and well if you need it but and i think the line i used was don't spend don't waste a dollar trying to save a dime because you know if it's not something that you need right then you're just wasting money you know, mm-hmm. or if it's not something that you're going to be able to use in the real near future, it's not, you know, it's not really doing you a whole lot of good, especially if maybe you end up having a year where you're not, uh, you don't have any taxable income in your business, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So there's a whole lot of things. Right, depending kind of on take...
0: what, what level you're running your business Right, at. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah.
1: exactly. So, yeah. you know, looking at how you're going throughout the year is, I think is, is as important as looking at where you're selling or how you're doing the other aspects Mm -hmm. of of your business, because you know, nothing stops a business like financial problems. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's true though. (laughs) I know that's no fun to hear, (laughs) but you know, so I think, I think it's important. And I think, um, you know, I want to help folks as much as I can. I mean, my day job has me more busy than I want it (laughs) to be. um, And with the commute and everything. So I'm not looking to, you know, to be the maker's accountant as much as maybe that would be a kind of a fun thing to do, but I do want to help folks. I want to, you know, if they've got questions or whatever, I'm more than happy to, to kind of give my two cents for, you know, if it's something that I can Can help you give with us anyway. like
0: five tips as like a new business, what you should do just to get yourself ready for your business.
1: Um, yeah. So you hit on the first one, as far as having a separate bank account mm-hmm. track track it and pay attention to what um what you're doing uh as far as income and expenses um and then also depending on where you're at geographically you know what state Mm -hmm. you're in what city you're in you do need to check with your county or your city and find out whether you do need a business license because that kind of stuff and honestly just look on the website or call city hall they will be more than happy to let you to help you get right right off the bat you know so those kind of things are are very important too Um, and then as far as like day-to-day tracking of stuff mileage keep track of your miles and where you're going because that is a big chunk of change if you're delivering stuff or if you're you know anytime you're going to Lowe's or Home Depot or whatever um, you know that mileage really adds up yeah. So keeping track of that is really important. And there's a few too.
0: apps that do that too. I've seen Yes. that'll help yeah. you track it.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, And then, oh, and then paying attention to the expense of your shop, like the structure. Mm-hmm. You know, and normally it's kind of referred to as the home office deduction, which of course in this case, it's the workshop deduction. But if you're working from home and you have a place that you are, regularly doing business there exclusively
0: right like where then, i am currently
1: right exactly right. so figure out your square footage compared to the rest of your house and you know take those expenses I've got two, as well two
0: big rooms of this house
1: <laughs> there you go so yeah those those are big chunks of change now and really like as you're keeping track of your quickbooks all your income and expenses going out the cost of your shop is kind of a different calculation. So those are those those side calculations are the things you're going to have to really pay attention to too. Like I said, your shop or or mileage, you know, keeping track of that stuff is really important because that's outside of just your checking account kind of thing. Right. Um yeah. And so I'm trying to think what well, are a couple other things?
0: I uh, said so you can give us more than five.
1: Yeah. Um you know, sales tax. That's the other thing as far as And there too, it has to do with your state or your local situation. Mm -hmm. It's very important to get on the front end of that, right out the gate, you know, make sure if you are, if you are selling where you need to be charging sales tax, Mm -hmm. then don't get behind on that, you know, get registered for that and take care of that. Um, shoot, I should have had one just jump through my mind. <laughs> I was gonna say, I know Shopify too will
0: track your sales tax yes. for you and stuff too. Yeah. I'm all about what can help me. What can automate yes. it for me? Oh
1: yeah. And that was the other thing too. You know, as far as actually preparing your income tax return, there is no, there's nothing that says makers have to make everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's important to get a specialist, someone who, you know, does this for a living to help out in certain areas yep. so like as far as filing a tax return they do that on a daily basis so and and i know they're going to cost money but right. a lot of times you will save enough in taxes to cover what the fee is going to be to have that tax return prepared so and you so okay. confident in it yeah yes yeah. yes i
0: think i'm going to have somebody do mine too like yeah. i'm just like I'll get it all prepared and clean so I don't have a thousand questions because right. I don't want that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and then like next year, you know, after, if you have somebody help prepare for this year's tax return, yep. then next year, just look at it, you know, look it yep. through and be like, okay, do I feel confident enough or comfortable enough exactly. to be able to to do this and unfortunately the rules always change (laughs) you know as far as just and even the little silly thing with the meals expense now if you if you go out to eat yeah if you if you go to a restaurant either picking up or eating there and you're there for business purposes Mm -hmm. meeting someone with in your business you know you're meeting a client or you're meeting a potential client or something and you're talking about business and you document that on your receipt. If you're at a restaurant, that's a hundred percent deductible. It used to be a 50% deduction, oh, but now yeah. it's a hundred percent. That's just for 2021 and 2022 It was a post COVID kind of thing. So,
0: so that's you know, why I have to categorize it in QuickBooks because they keep, yes. out, I'm like, oh, okay. That's not, that was a business one. Okay. That now. Yeah. Cause I was like, yes, I put all my workbench cons ones as business uh-huh. meals. I was saying, I learned yep. from business, listening.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But like, if you're, if you're picking up something at, um, at a grocery store and you're going to meet somebody and talk about it, that's just 50% deductible. I know it's silly, Interesting, but it's a restaurant versus a not restaurant. Like I said, it's a COVID thing. They were trying to help the restaurant industry after. That's great
0: though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, you know, it's just little things like that, 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 um, you know, do kind of add up, but like I said, having someone professional prepare your tax return is definitely um something to think about you know when Mm -hmm. someone's someone's going and and then having someone local too because the other thing is like i said to states and cities they got their own rules and all those extra benefits and uh and disadvantages so having someone that knows your local situation that is a big help also yeah that's a good
0: thing to point out
1: yeah yeah But otherwise, I mean, the most important thing is to just keep track of everything, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, okay, let's say cell phone bill. Your cell phone is definitely a large part of what you do for your business. And some would say- It's my life. Yeah, yeah. And some would say 100% all business, which, uh, you know, I guess maybe the argument can be made. But keep in mind, as you're preparing your bookkeeping to have a tax return prepared- every number that you have on that information, if you get audited, you're going to have to set across from a tax or set across from an auditor and feel confident in your information. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. Unfortunately in public accounting and everything, I've gone through a number of audits with clients and you just have to be comfortable in what you're, you know, what you're putting out there. And, And we always had a saying, you know, let me make sure I get it right. Pigs, (laughs) pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered, you know, so. Got you. The, the tax code is gray. There's, unfortunately it's not cut and dry. There's a lot of interpretation in a lot of things, but if you're just eating a little bit, you'll get okay. But if you're, you know, going hog wild deducting things that are neither ordinary or necessary, you know, brace yourself because <laughs> that could definitely come it's back. It's funny to that you're job. saying
0: that. So I went to, um, at Haven this year, Uh huh. I went to the, um, taxes for influencer class uh-huh. and I came in there and people were trying to write off the, the most insane things. And she's like, did you do it to your house because you needed it? Right. Or because you needed it for content. And they're like, well, it's for content. And she's like, you can't write it off. Like, it's like, it's like, if yeah. you're just doing things for content, you can't just use that as a write-off too. Like, it's yeah. things that people, like they get greedy. They want to get all right. of the money back they can, which I mean, we all do. Hey,
1: yeah. I don't do. want to pay. Yeah, yeah. In an ideal world, we wouldn't be dealing with this at all, mm-hmm. but that's not where we live. No. Nope. You know? Yeah. So, you know, it's making making decisions that you're going to be able to sleep at night and i don't want i don't want to scare anybody i don't mean to be you know a negative nancy when it comes to all this kind of stuff no you're just trying to prepare people right right get ahead of the game be consistent and you know just be straightforward and honest about it and and then you'll be fine you know yeah and also prepare for your taxes i mean If a person knows if they're making money or not, especially if they're having a separate bank account, they can see, they can see their bank account, whether there's more money in there all the time. Well, plan ahead a little bit, have you a separate bank account, slip a certain percentage, you know, every month of your excess, slip it over into that side bank account. And then, you know, if you need to pay quarterlies in for your income taxes, then do it. You don't yeah. want to wait till the end of, you know, April 15th. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I don't have the cash to pay for it. Unless Plan, you are preparing then, all year. Like you right. that money aside. Right. Set that money aside.
0: I said, there's, there's always two, three ways to do something, but yeah. Like, yeah. Be cognizant. Like <laughs> you need to save. I, that's what I've been doing. I have um, money being automatically transferred into a different bank account that it like yeah. it just
1: disappears. Like I never had right. it. Like it just keeps yeah. going away. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, you know, when a person has a W2, like an employee, like I do, my taxes are withheld on my paycheck every, you know, every two weeks when I get paid. So I never see it. And so having it like I know, that, I don't
0: have that anymore, so. yeah.
1: but having it automatically drafted out and slipped into another bank account, maybe even a bank account that you don't have access to online that I might don't be. use it besides pay yeah. my
0: mortgage. That's the only thing that yeah. comes out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um you know just kind of plan I it know myself bit. I take the chunks
0: well I <laughs> talked to another maker Ryan Hulse from Hulse Designs Uh huh. before I quit my job because he you know he went to school for business and he's got a really great grasp on all of this stuff and I'm a very inquisitive person and I want to find out as much as I can about everything as I make my choices through life <laughs> I'm one of those little nerds who prepare every step of the way you know <laughs> um but yeah, he gave me some great advice and, and that was one of his tips and, and it was like awesome because I already kind of was doing it because mm-hmm. I had things like I refinanced my house before I quit my job. Mm-hmm. I um I merged our money into a home equity card, like every, all the debt into one pile. So we're just paying that one bill. Like right. I try to minimize any other expenses because like you're never ready to just quit your job. Like Right. Just, right. Like, that's like, I a gotta huge take, step. yeah, I gotta take as many like precautionary things that I can so that I know that we have a good balance of where our money's coming out of, you know? Like, right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And even like, you know, you do QuickBooks and that's what I have most experience with as far as keeping track of business stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like what regular folks would, um, use for bookkeeping and you know the thing to remember is a lot of us learned woodworking, metalworking, power carving whatever by watching YouTube and getting advice from others yep, learning how to use QuickBooks or learning these tips and stuff like that that's you you can also learn that watching YouTube uh you know watching a, a that's not a, as fun I know, I know, trust me,
0: I have but... a little face like. <laughs>
1: But, but no, it's good information though. Yeah. Once you once yeah. you get over that hurdle and you're comfortable with it, just think about how much smoother it's gonna go down the line. We all want
0: to learn, but then you know you have to put that video on. It's like QuickBook tips. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Today we're gonna learn about QuickBooks.
1: Yes. Chapter one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, trust me. I know. I I totally get it. That that is not uh exciting for 99% of It's like those classes that you have
0: to do when you work in a corporation, all those yeah. yearly things about like sexual harassment and stuff. Yes. And then you got to watch the videos. "Hey Jane, how you doing?" Did you
1: catch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Oh gosh. Oh yeah. I'm in it. Oh, Let's man. go." Yeah. We would do them in person. I mean, we would have to oh, go geez. to the class. Yeah, we had the the head legal counsel and the head They HR acted guy. it out yeah they 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 did you know powerpoint presentation and, but then sometimes we would get to hear some of the juicy stories you know that they they kind the, of tell oh, us. People on like the shared side. like personal experiences yeah they'll, That's cool. you know they can't share the names of course mm-hmm. of what you know but they're like yeah those people no longer work here you know <laughs> that kind of thing i'm like yeah they're foolish
0: Okay, I want to know about these ornaments that you're making right now because they're oh, yeah. so freaking cool. Like oh, thank you. I had no idea what you were doing because I watch people cut wood into strips a lot. Mm-hmm. So I see a lot of wood strips. And this is the first time where I was like shocked and surprised of what it, the outcome was because <laughs> I didn't see your post of what you were making <laughs> before oh. I saw the actual you making it. So it was like a yeah. pleasant surprise. I got to watch it build. Yeah. Um. But yeah, these are cool. What's the story behind them?
1: Yeah. So we had, um, for the, uh, the making your way podcast, we did the ornament swap. And, um, so I was trying to find, you know, I'm, I'm always wanting to incorporate Barnwood. And mm-hmm. so, you know, last year when Dean did the little ornament, um, you know, where he had donated a God awful amount, a good God awful amount of money to the boys and girls club for anybody that, um, sent him an ornament. So last year I made, um, I made a little stocking, a wooden stocking, because my grandma she would always uh, crochet little stockings for on the Christmas tree. She would put she would tape them to your uh, present each year, and then you could use them as ornaments. So I wanted to kind of do a play on what Grandma had done. And so I used barnwood. and I'm a hoarder when it comes to all of my cutoffs. yeah. and so, so I used, you know, cut off strips. And then I made like a little, I made an ornament, you know, I made Achoo. a little stocking and then, so then this year I'm like, okay, I need to kind of like step up my game from the ornament last year. So yeah, I, I cut my little strips kind of consistently. And then I wanted to, I I used my uh, belt sander to kind of r- r- take the edges off so that it looked like a log cabin. Mm-hmm. So each of my little pieces glued it up, looked like a little log cabin And then I'm like, okay, what else can I, you know, add on there? So I went with the leather, and then I painted some leather, which I had never painted leather before. I love to work with leather. I've never either. Yeah. And Um, so I'm like,
0: cool. Came out really good, though. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then my mom, when years ago, um, she used to make Christmas tree skirts out of felt, and then she would have like a pattern of sequins and beads and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, so on my little, on my little cabin my little log cabin i had the um the little snowman and the the snow cap that's the leather painted leather and then i got some beads and then i kind of beaded out a uh, a christmas tree to put on front of it on the on the front of cool. the, the yeah. little ornament too so and o- so over this past weekend i made about six seven i originally sent one to the the um It was actually Austin's uncle, Joe, that had got my ornament, so I sent it off to him. But uh, then I was like, the Fools with Tools treasure trade, too. I'm like, okay, I need one for that. Fools with Tools? I don't know this. Oh, the podcast. The Fools with Tools podcast. There's so many
0: freaking woodworking podcasts. I try to (laughs) tune into everybody's once in a while because there's just so many. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, and we have a, they have a Facebook group I like their too. name though. Yes. Yeah. They've been around for a long time. Um, and so there's a Facebook group and inside the Facebook group, they do a treasure trade. And um, which this year was going to be kind of a, uh, you know, like at maker's camp where we did the, um, the maker swap, you mm-hmm. know? So it's, you know, you exchange names or, you know, and then you make an ornament and you or you make a, a gift and then you send it to him. But this year they wanted to do, they wanted to, because it's such a busy time of year, they wanted mm-hmm. to do a smaller, a smaller thing. It's kind of more okay. of a trinket trade. So I made an ornament to send to um, Ben and I can't pronounce his last name. I'm not familiar. I, I wasn't familiar with him until I got his name on the. Um, in the exchange, Where is he from. He's from Topeka, Kansas. Is he? Oh, is he have Instagram account or no? Yes, but I don't <laughs> remember. It's his. It's his name, and ben. it's Ben. Yes. Uh so earlier this week, I I sent him one of the ornaments that I made, and then one of the other ladies that was in um the ornament exchange, uh, she and I are gonna exchange ornaments on the side.
0: <laughs> nice. You guys <laughs> like each other's style?
1: Yes, yes. That's she cool. made that's the cool. the macrame angel, which oh, you know, that's, that's cool. I thought super cool. I mean, they were all great ornaments, you know. People do some cool stuff with macrame. Yeah, I've never I've done a lot of needlepoint um and crocheting and and that kind of thing, but I've never done any that witchcraft macrame kind of stuff yeah I don't do. yeah, yeah I don't
0: mess this up yeah. I like I just enjoy watching what others do with stuff. Like
1: yes yeah. i yeah. back in you guys do your thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so now I've got I've got a few extra my girls uh, are wanting one of each of the ornaments so you know it's it's kind of you know and then I've got so I've got how a many are you up extra. to making yeah so I've made seven so far okay and I've shipped three of them Nice. and um so then two of them one will go to each of my daughters and then i'll probably keep one and then um uh, my family does a, a gift exchange like a white not i mean it's usually a it's not a white elephant like a you know it's like a yeah. it's a it's a decent gift you know the the intention should be a decent gift though so. but anyway i'm thinking about including one of those ornaments with that
0: um, oh, yeah, I, fine.
1: you know so so yeah i think i will i will probably have them all divvied out before the end of the year but you know, and when we, when prior to this like fall, I never would have been like, oh, let me make a batch of them. Yeah. Cause normally I'd be like, I'm going to make one or two for a specific, you know, for a specific Mm -hmm. person or for a specific thing. But, you know, like this fall, Austin, um, who does the podcast with me, he did like a little maker's camp at his house. And so we all made one of something for everybody so I made 20 boxes yeah for first aid kits because we've had a year of first aid (laughs) needs (laughs) with building the shop um so you know it was my first experience of batching out you know 20 boxes which was it, it was a great experience but so then when I was making these ornaments you know I'm like you know I think let me go ahead and make you know, half a dozen of them and see it it should save me time. Then I've got them if I need them for to give away or whatever. So, so That's yeah. That's cool. It, I
0: love it, that though. Fun
1: little ornaments to make for sure.
0: I just whipped up some the other day in a laser just to see. I'm like, oh, yeah. play around. See, it worked awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, now I need more. I want to make yeah. more <laughs> more ornaments. Like I still have to finish yeah. them. I just sanded oh. up today though. I uh, I was like, how do i sand these now because i'm like i better use the surf prep because it'll be a little bit more gentle than anything else yeah of course i made like that intricate one with the flowers so it's like everything's uh, like paper thin i'm oh. like i'm like yeah i'm like i don't want to just sit there and like destroy it once i get it, So i was very right. grateful so shout out to surf prep because that was very good that i had that thing yeah it's <laughs> like, like ah foam that'll be good <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I've not used a laser or anything like that. I, um, I'm so new to it. Oh yeah. But that but it I'm just learning. Looks, yeah. It looks like it's got so many possibilities.
0: Yeah. I mean, I will be using it a lot very soon. So I have to That's get Got to get my butt in gear and learn <laughs> it. I want to use my rotary. I haven't put it in. yet I'm like, I'm such a little baby. I'm like, uh, just plug it in. Just do it. Tiffany. You've got cups. Just, just do it one day. So yes Yep. after this craft fair that is my first goal well right. i won't say craft fair it's a market but you know after
1: this right then then yeah then it's it's time yeah but i you know i understand those there is an apprehension for for new things like that but then yeah. it's like once you get past that initial hurdle or whatever then you're like shoot, why didn't I do this a long time ago? Or why was I so apprehensive? Why was I so afraid? But I totally get it. I'm with you there. Mm -hmm. It's just
0: like once, you know what it is? It's like you open up the program and then you can't figure something out. So then you say, fuck it. No, (laughs) no, fuck it. No, (laughs) then you got to like, you got to get yourself. Okay, no, go try that program. Right. Do it. You can do it. Cause like I couldn't get it to connect for a while. And then somebody told me like, oh you have a mac well you've got to unplug it restart it then plug it back into your mac and then you're i'll it, read it and i'm like Geez. Oh. Oh, it was only for the first time oh, thankfully okay but i was just like oh my god like seriously that's what was holding me up because it held me up wow. for like three weeks like, i can't get it to connect i can't get it to connect yeah and like and i was working a full-time job plus workbench con and saber uh-huh. So, I wasn't going to call Boss Laser and complain because I didn't have time <laughs> to be on the phone. Yeah. And I was just so grateful when that maker said that to me. And I was just like, thank you. Thank you, woodworking community.
1: Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It, it's invaluable. Just all the little tidbits and and everything. I mean, there's so many things that I never would have done. I never would have even contemplated doing that I've, you know. You do I've... so much. You try. I'm game everything. for it all. Yeah. You know? I'm a little disappointed with myself that I've not done anything really in the metalworking world yet. I mean, I've done when we've been at like events, stuff like that. You oh, mean? I would love to okay. weld. Yeah. I totally want to do that. And we've got a very small welder. Um, but I just need to make a point to just do it, you know, yeah. get some, get some metal and metal
0: art would be cool. Like you watch like Ray ripple what she does and stuff. And Mm. I'm just like,
1: I want to play with that. Yeah. I mean, my goal is to do everything for a project. You know, Mm -hmm. if it's a box, I want to do the hinges and the latch and the, you know, whatever, if it, if it has any metal in it, if it's, if it's welding or if it's, you know, forging or if it's leather or whatever, you know, I want to do all the parts that's what i
0: want i like that
1: yeah, yeah. i'd love to make a couple you got knives. most of it down already well we'll see you know it's one thing to kind of do something at a like a maker event where you're being like literally walked through the entire process together but you know yeah when
0: you take that knowledge you bring it home and then yeah. you, you then you do your research again yeah you refresh yourself like okay yeah I enjoy. at least you know you enjoyed it or not you know like right that's key. Like my husband yeah. and I went to the Hammer and because uh-huh. he always was interested. You know, you watch Forge a Fire, you're like, oh, it's right? looks like fun. So he was really into it. I'm like, well, let's just go. I'm like, I want to meet nice. Dre and Lucas anyways. We talk on yeah. Clubhouse. I want to go meet them. Let's go. And then we went, and he didn't like it. Oh. But <laughs> it, we had a fun time. I loved it. Yeah. I met everybody. That's where I got to meet like i was mm-hmm. laughing because i was like oh i'm just sitting here painting while jimmy duressa's eating a bagel hanging out with me <laughs> i'm like it's fine it's yeah. cool like that's yeah. cool you know yeah. like this is a fun experience so then uh-huh. like that's why my husband bought me the maker can't because he's like you're going uh, you really had yes. fun you're going he goes but i'm not going <laughs>
1: <laughs> well and that's okay i, oh, you know what I mean that, that's the thing i like that's being okay. a free bird <laughs> yeah you know not all of this stuff is for everybody Mm -hmm. you know no Marvin's not in the garage type of guy no yeah and and Marvin went last year and had a great time but you know like this year he had so many other things going on and then he went with me when we went to Virginia to Austin's place um so so he's like he's like you know I just can't do both because they were Mm -hmm. both in October and I'm like I totally get that you know so you know not everybody has to do everything all the time so exactly
0: yeah and it's nice. It's nice to take a break and yeah. feel like myself. Like he went to Comic Con right. a few weeks later. So like that was his time. Oh, like yeah. he had a guy's trip. I'm like, go get out of here now. Like, yeah. you know. I'm like, it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> Pass that torch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's great. I mean, that's yeah, that's really, you know, important for a marriage too in a relationship. Is yeah, you know, I need understand, my alone time. Right. Mm-hmm. Understand what the other one wants and be okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know. No, it's huge. Yeah. And be okay
0: with voicing what you want. That's, I think, the most important part because we're all too, like, I
1: don't want to ask
0: for it. But yeah. I'm with you there. Yeah. Well, thank (laughs) you for coming on and hanging out. Oh, you're very welcome. It was fun. We didn't even talk about your podcast, but oh, yeah. Yeah. If you want to plug it real quick before we get off, I'd love to Um, have you do that.
1: Yeah. It's the Making Our Way podcast. I'm on with uh, Dean DePlantis and Austin from High Caliber Craftsman and uh we are a tuesday download and um so yeah it's uh we talk about more specifically to the projects rather than to the maker so it's a little different but mm-hmm. um but you know i mean these podcasts are just it's a great opportunity to to get to sit down and have a conversation yeah you know i mean i think this kind of stuff we probably just need to do more often regardless of whether we're recording it or not maybe it'd be more fun if we weren't recording yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean
0: you can stay on for a minute if you want and i can hit the button i'm okay with that if you're okay with that but we will Uh, end it here with our recording yeah Yeah. bye-bye i hope you enjoyed getting to know christy and learning a bit about taxes i know people might get scared on that topic so if you've made it past that section i applaud you because it is important stuff to know and it may not be the most fun topic so we appreciate you checking that out i appreciate christy coming on and sharing about that stuff because i find it extremely important and valuable so thank you again christy go check her out at twisted twine woodworking And I think we only have one more episode left for this season. I'm going to take a little break again and then come back in the new year. So we hope you guys have a great day and thank
1: you for listening.